0: Hi everyone, welcome to Loose Lips with me, Georgie Porter and Sharon Carpenter. Hi! Find out what made Georgie say this. That's so mature. Yeah. And
1: what made Sharon say this? For someone to have the audacity to do mm-hmm. something like that. I have to know this person. I turned around. I've never seen this man before in my entire life.
2: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: Georgie, you are like 50 shades of gray right now. I've got um, everything is matching. Me, I've got like super-sized shoulders at the moment it looks like I'm wearing a shoulder pad lovely top on you look gorgeous thank you thank you it's actually a denim dress I think it's a little lower cut than is it I ju- initially yeah. yeah it's actually a dress it's a little lower cut than I initially anticipated but luckily no, no it's lovely see, so.
0: no it's great <laughs> actually <laughs> isn't it you. great that we like get to dress up a little bit for like a zoom call it is because we don't get to dress up for anything else <laughs>
1: this is the highlight of our weeks I would say yeah <laughs> and
0: actually and I get to like know what you like to wear and stuff yes. like obviously shoes wise we've never seen each other's shoes but I like I we love haven't. that we get to we get to see what we wear outfit wise all the nice ones
1: I've actually packed away because there's not really any need for them right now it's <gasps> just my sneakers that I wear every single day like the same pair yeah. they're getting pretty busted at this point
0: Jill, can I actually ask you a question I've only just um, heard about like when you know, people have the like outfits and their clothes and yeah. like I have too many clothes it's ridiculous but oh, do you yeah. like pack your winter away when it's summer and when it, and vice versa like do you pack them away so you've got more space for I should
1: that is the smart thing to do but I yeah. don't I've just packed away as much as I can because I my bedroom was literally overflowing with clothes it was ridiculous mm. I have three closets I've <gasps> got two uh chest of drawers or dresses as we'd say yeah. over here and I've still got clothes piled up so I actually had to order a <gasps> bunch of containers you know, those plastic stackable containers yeah. to pack a whole bunch of stuff in there. I've got my sweaters over here. But yeah, sort of by season. Yeah, like the sweaters I've now pretty much packed away and the stuff yeah. that, you know, I might need on hand. I've got sort of closer easier to reach let's just say
0: yeah like wardrobe organizing I feel like I've never really understood or ever done but I feel like I need a stylist to go let's put these like it sounds like common sense and it sounds like the most simplest thing ever but I literally I'm like oh yeah and then let's get them the summer things out later so I don't have to keep buying things all the time that I've actually got things because you forget
1: what you have as well you actually forget what you have but now is the time for it because of course it's spring so spring spring cleaning it was the first official day of spring at least over here
2: yes um, the
1: other day but yeah I actually went through my wardrobe it took me days to go through my wardrobe I gave away yeah. a bunch of stuff and I still have way too many clothes so I don't know what Same. to do I think I've I've grown out of my place I'm gonna have to move like strictly because of that and get myself a walk-in closet which I've yeah. always been dying
0: for and I have I don't have what do you have a walk-in closet well especially because you live in New York I always think of yes. sex in the city like she has a walk-in wardrobe so you have to I've if you're in New have York
1: a exactly yeah. exactly but
0: my wa- wardrobe scenario is horrendous it's the whole of my attic and oh my god chaos.
1: oh that's so nice though but it's that is so
0: nice but do you have everything arranged
1: by color or you've got no, the over here? no it's just like all thrown <laughs> it you don't know where anything is
0: yeah it's like an explosion of cloth like if it's just it's not in any order it's ridiculous it's stupid I just need and for my head as well like I'd love to just go I know where everything is, but I don't. I know, I know. You know, I actually tried to
1: do that when I went through mine recently and I actually color coordinated and everything looked good. My wardrobes, when you open them, it looked beautiful. (gasps) But then when I started kneading the clothes and pulling them out and trying to figure out where they go back, like I was like, forget this. Let me just shove them in. Like I'm late. Let me just shove it back. Uh, And now, yes, it's kind of chaos again. Oh. I'm I'm an anal anal expulsive. If you know <laughs> yeah. about like we yeah, we, we had some jokes about this the last time. But you've got anal retentive and re- anal expulsive Explain. and I think I'm what
0: it, does that it, mean? Well it's
1: psychology. So anal retentive, you take and yeah. it's something to do with like nappy training, but it's um basically if you're someone who's very, very neat and everything has to be in its place. Right. Like you're yeah. an anal retentive. If you're just like like we are with our clothes, <laughs> <laughs> We're probably anal expulsive So yeah, that's yeah. my best description <laughs> since I haven't done psychology anal in a while. Explosive, Ex- explosive. <laughs> well, I said it wrong. Maybe you're that too. <laughs> but- <laughs> 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 are, are you someone? Who, can you eat spicy food? By the way, are you someone who who eats spicy? Joe you know
0: was quite funny. I actually uh, I ordered like a pizza. We ordered pizza the night, and it was yeah. like the chilliest chiller. chili, chili. Chili um, pizza, and I ate spicy like, pizza.
3: No, yeah, I, that's my no mouth no was going
0: insane. But I'm usually used to spice. I love spice. Yeah. Like I, I'll order a jalfrezi for um, Indian um curry. But I like, love Indian my, food. My mouth went awol, and I was like. Oh, I can't handle this. I don't know what's going on. So I couldn't control it. So usually, do
1: you like spice? I like a little bit of spice. And it's funny because people make fun of me because I am half Indian. So I should be Mm. able to handle any spice. But most of my friends go spicier than I do. And I think sort of as I've gotten older, I've... I like spice less and less so give me a little mild spice I'm good yesterday I actually went out to a a great Jamaican restaurant called Miss Lily's out here uh, in New York and I got a curried no yeah a curried vegetable roti and it was delicious it was a little on the spicy side so just in case I didn't have too much yeah I just had uh, yeah I mean it wasn't it wasn't (laughs) you know all the way out there but it was
0: enough while I was like all right let me just you know a little bit of sweat yeah yeah you know where your nose starts running yeah or your mouth starts sweating you're like why is my mouth dripping with sweat it's already wet (laughs) (laughs)
1: there's that there's that too yeah so I I don't go all the way out there but a little mild spice I like Mm. I like to spice up my life a little bit yeah, let's talk about this Georgie because uh, we did yeah. have a chance on the last show um strictly because we record our shows oftentimes earlier. Yeah. Um yeah. A, a few days earlier, a week or so earlier uh, at times. Um let's talk about the death, the tragic tragic death of Sarah yeah. Everard and over the past two weeks, it's it's been a rough time for so many of us women all over the world, not even just in the UK. This has really sparked a, a global discussion. Yeah. Um, but basically, since her death, there's been this huge conversation around women's safety and the role of men as mm. allies in all of this. So We know that Wayne Cousins, and I hate even saying his name because, quite frankly, he's a piece of shit. And you know I don't usually swear, but he's he's a fucking piece of shit. You deserve to call him a piece of shit. Exactly, exactly. But that's his name. He's a a Met police officer uh, and he's the one being accused of Sarah's kidnap and murder. And she was found about nine days or so after she went missing, 50 miles away uh, from where she was walking home uh, from a friend's house in London. And it was only nine o'clock at that point as well.
0: It's also, it's a shame that something like this has to make it... um... Um, has to bring it to our attention. Something like this is the reason why these things bring it to our attention. That's what upsets yeah. me the most as well a lot of the times.
1: It's a really harsh reminder because every single woman I know has mm. a story about yeah. how she has felt frightened or how she has been abused in some way uh, yeah. By a man Every single woman I know And since yeah. uh, this story came out Women around the world Have been sharing stories Of, of things that have happened to them And I think what we have realised is This could have been any one of us Because Sarah yeah. was doing What would be considered Quote unquote right Yeah, right. Yeah, At the end of the day What we've been and taught
0: to do What we do. have to do Because also Sharon I know that like, you said Every woman has been through this And they have And also we've all been brought up we've all been taught we've all been told how to be safe because yeah. at any given time this could happen so I know for a fact I've always thought about putting keys between my fingers yeah. I've never wanted to be outside in the nighttime alone we don't we just don't we, we know this because it's been instilled in us from a young age to do that which yeah. is annoying isn't it because we shouldn't have to think like this.
1: We shouldn't have to think like this. And the onus has always been on us as women to keep ourselves safe. Yes, we have to do that. But men are the cause of this at the end Mm. of the day. We call this violence against women. But let's tell it like it really is. This is male violence at the end of the day. This is men being violent towards women. This is women being violent towards women. Mm. This is men. And they are at the center of this problem. They are at the root of this problem and they need to be our allies in this. And when we talk about uh, what we're sort of told to do and what not to do, what Sarah did, she did, everything Everything, right quote unquote right you know which is she left her friend's house at 9 p.m which isn't Mm. late okay it's getting dark around that time but it's not late at night she also took the brightly lit streets like wide roads in london that are usually pretty heavily populated with traffic going by um and and well lit instead of taking what might have
0: been shorter cuts and, and a busy sort of area, really. Like a lot of people, a lot of people I know live around Clapham Column. A lot of people come yeah. a lot of people I know go that way. A lot of my friends are a bit upset. They're worried. They've had like, you know, issues where they've had to think it could have been me. And that upsets me because a lot of my very good friends go around there and are there. And I've been there as well in the past at nighttime. I've. Yeah. Is, so it is, you are right that there's just. It could have been any of us. It literally could have been
1: any of us. And here's the thing. Who would we normally call if we are fearful, of, Mm. if we feel like we're being followed, if we feel unsafe? We're going to call the police. Well, guess what? It was a police officer, a working police officer who did this. So even this, you know, a so-called pillar of our community, we don't feel comfortable turning to anymore. And then even taking cabs. What about, he's back in the news, the the, uh, black cab racist, uh, from a, I mean, rapist, the black cab rapist from a few years ago, yeah. who raped a number of different women. And we've heard all sorts of stories going on with Uber and, and, and cabs. So uh, really, men have to get involved in this. And I don't think it's that they don't want to. I think that there needs to be more of a discussion and men really need to be involved. Yeah. And they need to be having their own discussions because we need to and they need to hold each other accountable. This isn't just there's a spectrum when it comes to toxic male tendencies all the way at the end is what happened to Sarah Everard but at the beginning. That's the worst
0: of the worst. As as well like um, speaking to people speaking to lads speaking to my male friends I've got a lot of male friends a lot of male friends are gay a lot of male friends younger older they are some people at work some of them were shocked um that they were like do you feel worried at night or when you go for work? and I was like yes yeah number one probably men have never asked that question for us particularly never asked me how do they feel yeah how do we feel going out I said to those guys do you feel that you are like you threatening be, yeah are you threatening do you feel like yeah. that and they were like no and I said Some of the big guys, like really tall men, broad shoulders, whatever, quite like in the nighttime when they were in a hoodie, they've said to me, I feel more wary of myself now. And I've gone, well, yeah. So maybe they'll cross
1: the street if they're walking behind the woman to make sure she doesn't feel uncomfortable. Absolutely.
0: But it's taken them to like, to see all this, to realize that they've had to ask me the question, do you think that I, like I'm intimidating? Yeah, of course you are. If you, I don't want to walk across like the same pavement. And even if you say hello to me, that scares me. If you smile and say hello to me, I'm a bit like, oh, Especially do I smile in these back? yeah. Do do I have to be? Do I be kind? Does my kindness take us flirting? Does that mean that you start to get a bit like cross? Does it cross a line? Does it, in yeah. fact, do you? If you smile at me, is that okay? Yeah. Is that not okay? So, it, all these thoughts and boundaries. And as women, we're we're always
1: so concerned with making people feel comfortable. And not being rude, and trying to be friendly, and not hurting people's feelings. When at the end of the day, you know, we have every right. If we feel uncomfortable, we have every right to be rude. We have every right to ignore you. I'll tell you something that happened to me the other day, and we were just talking about the spectrum all the way at the the worst end of it is what happened to Sarah Everard, but. Mm At the beginning of the spectrum, is something that happened to me the other day when I was walking down the street. It was broad daylight. It was two o'clock in the afternoon. I'm on the phone with my mom. I've got my mask on, um, hood up. It was freezing. Somebody walks by me. I'm not even paying attention to him, and he smacked my butt really no. hard. Yes, fuming. I was completely so shocked. I was so. <sighs> I was living. I turned round. I'm on the phone with my mom. I didn't want to upset my mom. I didn't tell her what was going. I turned around because I thought I have to know this person for someone to have the audacity to do Mm -hmm. something like that I have to know this person I turn around never seen this man before in my entire life and he looks at me and he says Sarah right so basically throwing me off I wasn't ready for that throwing me off because now I'm like oh did he think I was somebody else no you knew very well I wasn't that's just your little plan because you've done this to other women so um Uh, And I thought to myself, wow, like I've never had a discussion with women about what to even do in a situation like this. What do I do? Do I scream? Do I call the police? Do I slap him? Like, what do I do? And I really didn't know. So I'll tell you something about this man, Cousins, um, the accused murderer. So apparently three days before he kidnapped and murdered uh, Sarah Everard, He was in trouble for exposing himself in a fast food restaurant. And because he was a cop, it seems as if he may have just gotten a slap on the wrist instead of being arrested for that or being held for that, being charged Mm. for that. We have to take these things seriously. You can't just say, oh, well, you know, he's just got a problem. He exposed himself. We have to take this stuff seriously because you see that leap. He went from that and goodness knows what else he might have been involved with. Yeah. But, but, If he had been in jail at that time, he wouldn't have been out roaming the streets and he wouldn't have been able to do what he did to Sarah.
0: And I suppose certain people think, oh, it's not a big deal. It's not a big issue. And that's why we have this, this is why women have this thing of, when do we report these things then? When is the next step to do that? Exactly.
1: You know, I tweeted about the situation that happened with me and- You know, some guys were very supportive, but certain men, there was one man who said to me, oh, well, you know, back in the 80s, that was totally acceptable. That was normal. And Mm -hmm. he said anything aside from violent rape was considered normal. Like, first of all, where do you get off saying something like that to me? And then another man said, oh, well, it's happened to me, and it's just as bad. A woman smacked my butt. But here's the difference. Women in general physically aren't as strong as men, so it's not as, as much of an intimidating situation. It's not as much of a, you know, I'm more powerful than you, I'm disrespecting you. I'm not saying it's right at all, but you have to understand that there can be a difference, especially when it's a stranger on the street.
0: Um, Let's just hope that one day a stupid man might just end up hitting on um, an MMA fighter and she might actually batter him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Certain, Certain circumstances can probably... I mean, defense classes and all that stuff, Um, you know, we need to learn ways of being able to look after ourselves, I suppose. Yeah. It's probably not the answer. We don't know what the answer is just yet, but hopefully the men will educate themselves. Men will educate their sons, their brothers, their dads, everyone, yeah. and they will all be able to realize that it's not acceptable
1: and you have to hold each other accountable men have to when they see other men acting inappropriately whether it's grabbing it women out. in a club or yeah. sneaking down about a, a female co-worker disrespecting women in any way and not viewing women as equals they need to call each other out because we're not hearing a lot of those conversations this is going on between guys I do you just want to touch on this as well just the fact that there was a vigil um uh, on march 13th that really sort of Highlighted that the, the issues going on within the police department when it comes to protests uh, mm. and their treatment of women. So there was a vigil, about a thousand women came out. This was for Sarah Everard um, and her death at the hands of a police officer, allegedly. Uh, and what happened because of COVID restrictions, we saw yeah. visuals coming out of that of women on the ground with male officers on top of them being yeah. arrested. It was just handled the completely the way was, wrong way.
0: I mean, I mean, the way that was that's was made it even scarier this is the whole point of protesting about safety is just there was no safe there was, there was nothing being safe about it
1: and- yeah and, and now you're not even safe with the, the police around. And I do just want to give mention to what's going on over here in the US as well, because I did just attend a march uh, and it, there is some relation here. It's hate crimes at the end of the mm. day. Um, the, the Asian American community has seen a spike oh. in hate crimes against them. Yeah. Of course, you probably heard about the Atlanta shootings where six Asian American women uh, and two other people were, yes, were murdered. Mm. And um, this is also something we've got to end gender-based violence. We've got to end race-based violence and it takes all of us to be in this and in this conversation to make that happen
0: now this is from anonymous dear Georgie and Sharon I look forward to your podcast every week Ah. oh thank you I'm writing in today to ask your advice on a relationship situation sounding very formal doesn't it doesn't it? Uh, Over, the past- <laughs> <laughs> Over the past year, my partner has started to place bets on things, <gasps> Ooh, like football oh, and horse racing, that. something he never did before. I didn't mind to start off with, but I'm starting to not like it. It's just a waste of money, isn't it? Nothing serious has happened, of course, but I'm starting to think it's not a trait I want for a future partner. What can I do? Please keep this one anonymous. Um, yeah, well, it's not a good thing until they win. I must admit, Sharon, I'm going to say this. Are you I'm a gambler? A healthy, yeah, I'm a healthy gambler. Really? I, in what way? What do you What do you bet on? So, like, in Vegas, uh, stop me. You go like, wild at the, at the poker uh, table. Yeah, because I always win. Like, I'm a winner. Do you? Yeah, oh. and it, I don't know what it is, and I'm just like, it's not beginner's luck, because like, I literally go all the time, and I'll be like, yeah. I so my rule is, I always start with 20 pounds okay that, that's a like amount cheap. yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. Like, I will usually get up to about 500 pound like from, from you know, your 20 not spending yeah. anything more than your 20 don't spend more no that's the rule that is wow that is good Georgie and I tend to win I mean Cheltenham was this weekend I didn't <gasps> win unfortunately but I know oh. when to stop okay and I went to stop and that's my that's my that's how you work so it's with a safe amount of money and i'm wondering
1: if if that's the case here as well i think Mm. probably part of the reason if he's been doing this over the past year is kind of obvious what's going on he's probably bored because he's been in quarantine we don't have that excitement of going out and you know and spending spending your money that way exactly so he's got some extra money to to throw around so if he is doing it safely then you know and that's just like his little thrill ride for the week or yeah. for the weekend I would say you know leave it alone but you may want to keep an eye on it because you don't want someone who's going to become a compulsive gambler and yeah that's yeah. not necessarily a but great trait also yeah I, if
0: he's like me I'm guessing yes if someone tells you to stop you think no um let me just now you're annoyed a bit more. yeah I'm a bit like don't tell me what to do but also I would say when the fun stops stop because when it's not yeah. fun and it is stressful it's not okay but that's good advice yeah that's, that's you, really
1: give a, good advice. yeah
0: like there's, there's addictive personalities isn't there and the people that get into gambling like that is just not acceptable when it gets too far.
1: I'm too afraid to gamble. I'll do the slot machines every once in a while, but I guess my biggest gamble is the stock market. I do invest in the stock market, and once in a a while, a riskier stock. And yeah. then I know I sound very adult, don't I? And it's Bitcoin, time. by the way, hello. Yes. Oh, the the whole even. cryptocurrency. I'm not even going to make your head explode. Let's not even talk <laughs> about NFTs because I'm just trying to figure out what those are. Um, but mm. I was like, I have a friend who just swears by Bitcoin. So I'm like, all right, let me get in. But it's really like a roller coaster ride. Don't check it too often because you probably will have a heart attack like five times a day. Yeah, it goes up and then you're all excited and then it just drops. There's like whoa, and your stomachs in your mouth And so, so that's oh. my version of gambling. But I, I'd say you know, watch, watch your man, watch him closely. And if you do start to feel uncomfortable, have that conversation with him. Try to reel him back in. But if he's yeah. just having you know a safe bit of fun, as long as he's not using your money, now if he's picking money, you know, a cash that you left on the table, and yeah. he's using that, unless he's coming back with five times the amount, and that all goes to you, then, then you can be professional. Yeah. <laughs> then, then you've got a problem. But I. I'm I think I'm too much of a I'm too much of a warrior to be a a big gambler, but I like to watch other people gamble. That's fun for me. That's fun as
0: well. Go and watch other people. Yeah, that's that could be great.
3: Yeah. Exactly. Hi, I'm Vernon Kay.
1: And I'm Holly Mackay.
3: And we're here to tell you about our brand new podcast, Parenting Past the Pandemic, brought to you. By Aviva.
1: Yes, we're going to be delving into a whole heap of parenting topics from the generational gap to online safety.
3: And some of the big topics which have come up through the pandemic, such as helping to manage our kids' anxieties and how we can affect the world they'll grow into.
0: Parenting past the pandemic. Find it wherever you found this
2: podcast. you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host.
0: So this news excites me and Sharon, I think you're the one to talk about this the most because literally you, you can touch American people. Yes, (laughs) Yes,
1: <laughs> well, I can I can touch a few English ones Do you see too. The, the connection there of um, what we're about to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so so let's talk about the Oscars The, the Oscars. Oscars is coming up, yes oh, On so April time. 25th, it's happening So it's Movies Biggest Night The Academy Awards are set to take place in LA And it looks like the producers have some hard and fast rules For the Hollywood elites who are going to be participating They are not playing right. around, the producers, this year And first of all, I want to give a shout out to my friend, Jesse Collins, who's one of those producers. There are three of them. He's one of them. And he's a friend of mine and he is killing it right now. He did the Super Bowl halftime show. He did the Grammys. He did the BT Awards. Like he is like the must have producer of the times right now. So um, he and uh, the other two, they basically sent a letter out, a very detailed letter to all of the stars who are going to be there, letting them know what is going to be expected from them On the big night. So first and foremost, Mm. Zoom is out of the question. So we've seen these yeah! other award ceremonies like the we Emmys do! and the Golden Globes where people are zooming
0: in it with their exceptions. It ruins it. It is yeah. a big
1: no-no. It ruins yeah.
0: everything. Like why is everyone dressed in a gown on their settee? Leave. I want you in the, in a room full of people. Yeah. You know, I
1: kind of liked seeing that though, like the beautiful gowns and they're lying on their beds or they're on the couch. <laughs> like I it, it was interesting but it's not something you want to see on an ongoing basis. The, I yeah,
0: get the novelty's yeah. worn off now. The like, novelty has worn yeah. off already, yeah. Yeah.
1: So so uh, I think they also took a leaf out of the book of the, the Golden Globes or saw where they went wrong because there were a bunch of tech problems that they had, spotty yes. Zoom calls. They're oh, like, horrendous. okay, we're not going there. And the problem as well is with a lot of these shows, they've been losing ratings on a year-by-year basis. So the producers are there to put on a kick-ass show for the audience that the participants are going to enjoy so as well but really at the end of the day it is about the ratings it's about bringing yeah. those ratings back up or at least holding them where they've been because these other shows are down and what
0: better than to see them live and see people and even like the restrictions people together of stuff like, again yes yeah are people going to wear a mask that matches their outfit like oh, i can't
1: wait that's so Lady Gaga, isn't it? I would love that. I'd love to see like Meryl Streep in a gown with like a matching face mask or something. Like, Meryl Streep uh, is just the epitome of Hollywood. I always think of oh, when Meryl I think of the Oscars. Agreed. I interviewed her yeah. once. She's amazing as well. She's really sweet. Um, but, uh, but yeah. <gasps> Sorry. So- Sharon, you're so casual about that. <laughs> can I just say, I'm very <laughs> hardcore when I'm on the red carpet and I saw her coming and I got in her way so she can get past. Not God. in a, not in an aggressive, I'm intimidating kind of way, but in a nice, sweet English girl kind of way. And you so do what I you ended up do. doing the interview. So she stopped and she chatted with me and she ended up doing the interview with her arm around me the whole time. We were hugging each other throughout oh. the interview and I've got a couple of pictures of it and it's like my most epic oh, career moment, this. by the way. I She's- Better than I thought then she's, she's so incredible. sweet. Oh my gosh, oh, she's man. so sweet. So anyway, you know what else we have going on? What else they are asking for? Um no casual dress they're Good. saying. So all those Good. stars who are used to wearing their sweats at home no. and lounging
0: and flip-flops that rid. kind. Of, no. You got to dress it up. I mean, we love a trackie, don't we? Now all of a sudden, but we no too. way, trackies with a heel to a, to an awards ceremony.
1: Not at the we, Oscars, right? We no. we like what we like at the Oscars. We want to see who you're wearing, what you're wearing. We want to yes. see you filling out on the red carpet, so we can be inspired and live vicariously. I love through that you the, as well.
0: The- making this high end like this needs to be this is exactly what it is like this yeah. is what it has the rules i'd be if i was have a party or a wedding or anything like that not that that's been ever mentioned or at all or anything weird don't scare anyone um, yeah. but i would be like i want everyone to be the most dressed they've ever I want all your effort and your energy. A high maintenance business. host. Exactly.
1: A high maintenance host. I get it. You know what's <clears> also <throat> really interesting? So, they've also got some rules when it comes to speeches. Right, mm, When it comes right. to how you're going to do your speech, this is what the letter says specifically. It says, our speech about speeches is our belief that the show isn't too long because of the speeches. Having said that, we'd like to say this. With great freedom comes great responsibility. And if you're wondering what we mean by that exactly, we mean read the room Tell a story. If you're thanking someone, say their name, not their title. Don't say, my manager, Peggy. Just say, Peggy. Make it personal. The audience leans back when they see a winner with a piece of paper in their hand. So lots <gasps> going on there. But the thing is, if wow. you're Peggy and thanking Peggy for changing your life, right, the rest of us in the audience aren't going to know who the hell Peggy is. So, Who's
0: Peggy? I'm not sure about that. Who the hell is Peggy? Like, well, why... I- You see, now, for example, Peggy. yeah, like this is kind of a weird status situation. Like what if your manager helped you through life? But what if your cleaner helped you through life and you wanted them to know that Peggy was actually your cleaner? Yeah. Like, so, yeah, sometimes I think. deserves a shout out in the right way as well. Yeah. Like maybe the producers are doing a brilliant thing, but also you can't change your personality of who you are and what you say. And if people, I mean, can you imagine stood up? in the oscars and reading out and imagine can you even can you even think properly i can't even process my own pro- like my own name there's no way i'll know full names at a time like that
1: yeah, that, that's why they have the piece of paper, right? Because you can only uh, imagine, first of all, you've got your nerves on whether you're going to win or not. Yeah. And then your name is hopefully announced and you've got to go up there in front of all of your peers and in front of millions of people who are watching no the world. And now you've got to deliver a speech that is in fact a really interesting story. They're putting the pressure on for you to make your speeches interesting, which I get because they want to make the show interesting. So they're pushing <laughs> the boundaries here uh, and they're pushing the stars but you can imagine that might lead to some anxiety for some of them. It's oh, panic. And actors as well. Like, they're great when it comes to being on set, but they might get a little nervous when it comes to speaking live. Oh, absolutely. Two different things, oftentimes.
0: And also, when it, you're declaring your heart and what you're actually saying from your heart is literally different to somebody writing the best script ever for you to say. So, yeah. yeah. Now you have to memorize it because you can't read from the piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They're like totally putting the pressure on. <gasps> Can we just talk, uh, by the way, just about yeah. how excited I am about Daniel Kaluuya? Because he's quickly becoming one of my favorite. Um, favorite actors and this year's Oscars is the most diverse Oscars yet out of the 20 acting categories nine of those nominated are from ethnically uh, diverse yeah. backgrounds and yes. yeah, loving that there are two women who, who are nominated for best director that's an Oscar yeah for- that's huge but yeah. uh, Judas and the and the Black Messiah, which is such a great movie. And yes. I had the chance to watch that the other day. Daniel you- is in it. Oh. Yeah, I watched it the other day. I've been trying to catch up on my shows and movies and things. Um... Uh, in preparation for some of these other shows that are coming up. And it's yeah. just an excellent movie about the Black Panther movement and yeah. um, that particular guy, Fred Hampton, who was running uh, the Black Panthers in Chicago and uh, the fact that he ended up being murdered by authorities. So great story if you haven't seen it. Lots of Brits nominated as well. Um, yes. From Sasha Baron Cohen, Olivia Colman, who of course we all loved in the crowd. And he, he's in the, is it the Chicago or Seven so, oh, yeah, is it Bora? Bora! <laughs> Remember he used to be Ali G, who's my favourite, and he needs to bring Ali G back. Where is Ali G I miss him? <sighs> Ali
0: G would get away with so much right now. We just get gets away with things. We need him. We need- there's so there's so many trailers as well that I had to literally look at because there's so many exciting yeah. things to watch in the cinema coming up. Hopefully it will all be out there in the cinema. Yes. Hopefully.
1: And some of them are on the streaming platforms as well. Uh, Best actress, look out for that category because we've got Andrea Day um, against Viola Davis, who's now the most nominated black actress uh, yeah. of all time at the Oscars. Vanessa Kirby, who's also a Brit and she was fantastic in Pieces of a Woman. Um, Piece of
0: a the- Woman. Oh, that's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Apparently,
1: that's
0: good star. to watch.
1: Yeah. Her it's Koso. very sad, isn't it? Yeah. Sheila Booth. Sheila Booth. Yeah. yeah. Name correctly. I don't know. Shia Booth, Bath, or Sheila Booth, Booth. Shia? whatever it is. Of course, there's like a lot of controversy around Mr. Booth. Him. Mr. Booth. Let's just call him Booth. Let's just call <laughs> him Booth. About <laughs> <I love> that. <laughs> uh, and of course, FKA Twigs um, told her her truth about. Um, how yes which we did discuss yeah. that so so kind of tainted unfortunately we'll see what happens with Vanessa Kirby because she did put on an excellent performance so lots to look out for and uh, yes. I want to see some of these great speeches because yes they do tend to be a little boring so, but, so hopefully this the time, show's gonna be yes. yeah lots of great
0: stories inspiring stories <laughs> yeah hopefully everyone's been excited to just come outside so to be out so it really everyone should just not stop talking because they've not been able to speak to anyone really so exactly you've got lots
1: of quarantine stories to tell so do share yeah. do share
0: so an exciting way to end loose lips this week we have a special interview don't we sharon Yes, we do, Georgie. Yep, we are so excited
1: to be partnering with Channel 4's The Circle for this episode of Loose Lips. And this means we got to speak with the gorgeous Brooke. Love her. Brooke was on Series 2 of The Circle. And she spills the gas on what it's really like to be in there. Georgie and I are so excited that there's a double helping, you heard us right, of The Circle, one of the sponsors of today's podcast. The brand new series launched straight after The Celebrity Circle for Stand Up To Cancer, which by the way is all available on all four. If you haven't seen it, it's a must. Now a group of new players are battling it out in the ultimate game of popularity, hoping to walk away with a £100,000 prize and has already got us hooked. It's the TV event that everyone, and we mean everyone, is talking about. And to tell us more about The Circle is someone who's actually lived it. Welcome to Loose Lips, Brooke. Thank you so much for having me, Sharon. How are you doing? Doing good, doing good. Awesome to have you here. Lots to talk about. First off, I want to start with this. You were in series two of The Circle. What would you say were the highlights of your series and your time on the show? Oh my God, right. (laughs) It was such a wild... There was so many to
3: choose from. It was such a wild experience, but I think my highlight was actually meeting the whole cast because you're in this apartment and it was great meeting Georgina. I was so excited to meet my circle sister, but at the final to actually see everyone there was like, oh my God, I was actually (laughs) talking to these people. (laughs) What was that moment like for you when you all finally saw each other in person? It was so surreal. I remember me and Beth meeting up before the finale. And it's like we'd known each other forever. We're like, oh yeah. my God, blah, 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 blah. Um, <laughs> But it was just so crazy like to have this circle family. But do you know what? Actually, let me go back. My highlight was probably finding out Woody was real. Because <laughs> I felt absolutely terrible. Because nobody could convince me that Woody was not a catfish. I was convinced. He was a catfish. He was a snake. I just did it like Woody in a circle. Yay. And meeting him in person, he was the sweetest person you could ever meet. And I felt wow. terrible.
1: Did oh you have to apologise? Did you apologise to him? I did. <laughs> I apologised to him.
3: Real. I did. I was like, Woody, I'm so sorry. He's like, it's all right. And he gave me the biggest hug. And then his mum oh. was, there. I was like, Zoe, I'm sorry. <laughs> because I know she would have seen me like bashing off her son. And I was like, your son is so <laughs> lovely. <laughs>
1: hilarious that actually brings me to my next question because obviously a ton of catfishing going down on the show so tell us honestly how easy is it really to catch a catfish not so easy by the sounds of things it is not easy to catch a catfish
3: at all I was going in there thinking yeah I'm going to get this easy peasy I'm a catfish detective blah 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 everyone who I thought was real was fake and everyone who I thought was fake was real basically it was
1: it was, yeah. So what what was it about them that made you think that those ones were fake and those ones were real? Like, what was your strategy okay. in trying to figure it out? For me,
3: Tim, I thought he was a catfish because it was just too much. You know, yeah. he was a monk, he was this, he greased, that. There was just too much going on. Like, he was this personality. <laughs> I was like, you're cool, but you're fake. Yeah. Woody, it sounds so strange. But for me, it was the Basil Brush picture because... Uh. He's 18, 19, did he just turn 20? But he was very young, right? And so how I remember you know
1: about Basil Brush?
3: Right, because yeah. I remember Basil Brush when I came to the UK and then I was watching yeah. it and it was like, boom, boom, and that's all I understood. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. how is someone who's 18 knows about Basil Brush? Mm, nah. Good point, good point. Did you ever figure out how? <laughs> yes, uh, because obviously his parents, fat boy, slims every ball. So, you know, he has those whole yeah. shenanigans going up in his house. And I felt so stupid. But how could I have known? <laughs>
1: <laughs> how could you have known exactly it, it's tough it's tough to predict uh, now as someone who's lived the circle what tips can you give us at home and what specifically to look out for any inside information or advice
3: with the circle it's all about having strong relationships so if you have a chat with someone you can't waste it saying oh what did you have today for breakfast it has to be strategic <laughs> it has to be you have to build relationships and ultimately yeah. if you don't do that they're going to block you. You know, if it comes to you, you could be really mm-hmm. nice, but if it's you versus someone who they have a deeper connection with, it's bye bye, Sharon. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, I yeah. feel like I failed with that. I was having really deep conversations with Georgina and stuff, and Tim I was really close to, but everyone else was kind of.
1: It was kind of hard to like, you know, build that. It system. was just small talk rather than well, yeah, exactly. getting into the meaty stuff. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Well, well, tell me what your predictions are for this series. How do you think some of the players are going to do this time around? Who's going to be successful? Who's going to be caught out? Because we're still recovering from the whole Yolanda blocked, but came back as a clone scenario. Very unexpected
3: bruh it, <laughs>
1: nobody saw <laughs> that coming me and Beth
3: were actually None talking about it. We, were like, we were like I was thinking to myself what twist could they possibly put in the circle do you know what I mean like what could possibly happen that I did that not was expect it. that was it that was literally it and I was thinking to myself like you know We've all been in lockdown since March. We've had, well, March 2020, so yeah. we've had plenty of time to practice, you know, conversations through social media, blah blah blah. Exactly. There's no preparation for the circle. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nothing's gonna help. <laughs> Nothing's gonna help. <laughs> Every man and woman for themselves when they're That's out there it. scrambling around. It. Trying to- feel around in the dark. Okay. All right. <laughs> awesome. Well, you know, cause we're loose lips. I've got to go here. Okay. It looks like there's a bit of flirting between Manrika and Felix. What hot romances went down in your series and no romance for you, Brooke. Why not?
3: Absolutely no romance in there for me. I went in there for the money, baby. Okay, I did not go in there for a man.
1: <laughs> Cash before lads.
3: Cash before That's lads. Hundred percent. That is it. Cash before lads. I did have a cheeky flirt with Jack, but then I you thought did. I was going to go with anyone with, with the girls, the boys, the lamps. None of it ever happened. But um, I did have a cheeky flirt with Jack and it was so funny to watch back and to see that he was talking to Beth at the time, which he, yeah. ended, he ended up getting with actually. But I yep, just yep. Been to be like- oh, a naughty so boy. I'm... Oh, Jack is, he's been naughty. Jack is, <laughs> Jack stays naughty.
1: <laughs> thank you so much for being here. Awesome talking to you. Angie, Sharon, thank you so, so much for having me. Thanks so much, Brooke. As you can probably tell, we are totally hooked. And if you're not watching already, you should be. The Circle continues this week on Channel 4 and you can stream the series so far on all four.
0: Thank you for listening to Loose Lips with Sharon Carpenter and me, Georgie Porter. A bonus episode on Friday, which is extra lippy
1: yeah but always and we'll be back on tuesday next week with a full episode subscribe rate and review and send us your listener letters guys you too uh, to loose lips at dot and also you can find us where can they find us, Georgie? You can find us on
0: our Instagram pages, can't yeah. you? At the Missy Porter and at Sharon Carpenter. See you then. And slide in our DMs. Why not? Just for fun. Yeah.
1: Exactly. We check our DMs all the time. <laughs> not really, not really. <laughs> <laughs> See you soon, guys. Bye. Bye.
3: Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance.